0: Hi, do you believe? Do you believe in a higher power? Do you believe in God? Well, my name is Radha Dalal. I'm your host, empowerment coach, sound healer, and the girl next door. I believe that conversations can be healing. Are you someone who is craving more intimate discussions around spirituality, God, prayer, meditation, entrepreneurship, self-care, self-love, and everything in between. Well, if that is you, then this is the perfect podcast to serve your soul's highest desires. I sit down with seemingly ordinary women who are doing extraordinary things and unpacking their intimate relationship with God. Get ready for unfiltered conversations about God prayer, and self-care routines. Thank you so, so much for your time and your energy. I am so grateful. I am sending you so much light and so much love. So let's dive in to Growing With God. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Growing With God. I'm so grateful that you're here and we have a very special guest today. We have Rose. Rose is a business coach who helps female entrepreneurs get to six figures with alignment and ease. She offers her clients courses, coaching, and distance Reiki healing. And I'm so grateful to be connecting with her. Um, she's all the way on the other side of the world. And we're just going to jump right in. Rose, tell
1: me what lights you up. So glad to be here with you. Thank you. So yeah, I had to think about this one a bit. Um, I think the biggest, of course, is family. Like your family your number one. And I really do think my like self-care and then helping other women succeed in their passion. Like watching people grow in their business and spiritually, like that really, that really does light me up.
0: Mm, I love that so much. And what is your relationship to that which is greater, to God, if you like that word, to the universe, to spirituality? What does your relationship look like?
1: So I think that it's always been there, of course. Um, But, you know, when you're younger and all that, it kind of goes to the wayside. Um, And then yeah I think it's always been there and i believed I've always had this belief in kind of knowing that things would always be okay I've kind of always had that in me whereas I know some people really do get don't have that in them they just don't have that ability to connect to just knowing that things will be okay just believing and having that connection um and I think I've only really deeply reconnected in the last few years so, you know since being on my business journey I find the business journey isn't just. About business and what you're doing, but your business journey is so much about your inner journey and your inner growth and that reflection. And you know that's really guided me back to my connection with faith. And what I've really discovered in that is, you know, in business they're always talking about, you know, the universe and you know the laws of attraction and all of these things and. That it's actually when you follow, you know, the rules of manifestation, and when you really line that up with religion of faith, it's actually the same thing. <laughs> it's the same principles. It's just different words, you know. Into, yeah, the universe, and faith, and spirituality, and all those things. God, they're all the same thing, really. It's it's just so wide. Like it, you know, I suppose in all different streams of religion as well, all of those have been created and you know developed in their own thing, but they're really quite interconnected. Um, and I think that's been a really interesting part for me. But yeah, I've really deeply connected into that into that belief, into that knowing, that trusting, into that inner intuition um, through my business journey recently.
0: I love that reminder. And it's something that I find so interesting. Um, I have the opportunity to talk to many people from different faiths, from different backgrounds, who look like me, who look nothing like me. And when we talk about faith and even different religions, there's so much more commonality than there are differences. And I love how you brought that up. They're just different words. And it's finding what resonates for you and what works for you. And so I think that's such a beautiful reminder and kind of sort of streams into the next question of, you know, how do you like what works for you, Rose? And like, how do you lean on your faith? and spirituality in times of difficulty. You know, you A talked about building a business, which is not easy, whether it's business or other challenges, how do you lean on faith?
1: Definitely, yeah. It's definitely not an easy process. And that's where it has reconnected me in that process, in needing to lean on something in needing to trust and work through that. And I think it's that deep trusting and surrendering to that control, you know, that just knowing you're on your journey that is your destiny. And um not trying to control and force it and everything, just being open to learning the lessons you know, the lessons that you need to progress, then being able to reflect upon them that's what it's really all about. Um, you know, just trusting in my needs that they're always going to be met, that everything's going to be for my highest good, really, really surrendering in and leaning into that. And you know, in day to day, like that looks like. Journaling and having quiet time, you know, to reflect and to focus on my goals and things and listening to intuition, those nudges at guidance, it's so easy to not, but it's far better off for you when you do listen. Um, you know, spreading kindness and love into the world. My new practice in Reiki that I've just learned that was so intuitively guided that I just kept getting the message I needed to do that, um, which has been really beautiful. So the more you surrender, I think, and follow into all of that. Just leads you so much deeper into it and make it in your daily, yeah, your daily practice, your everyday life.
0: I love that. And I want to kind of talk, go a little deeper into not to control everything and not to force something. I think this is a lesson I'm learning over and over again and deepening my understanding. And I think. People can relate, right? Like, I myself sometimes consider myself a recovering control freak because I want to, like, I want everything to look perfect or I want everything to look a certain way to my highest preference. And, you know, you brought up such a powerful point like, everything is happening for the highest good. And I may not always know the high, highest good. My soul does, the universe says, but me in this moment, I may not realize what the highest good is. And so, what does you know, can you go a little deeper and like, what does surrender mean to you or what does it mean not to control something for you?
1: Yep. Yeah, so, and I'm completely the same. I'm definitely a re- control, a recovering control. <laughs> um, so it's just, yeah, stepping back. It's rather than, well, I wanted this thing to work. So I'm going to force, I'm going to push this, make that, like, I'm going to make this work. And there's a reason when you do surrender, and just sometimes it can be just trying to make an appointment or do something. And if it's just not fitting together, then I just go, ah okay, whatever. Let's. I just let it be. I just let things sit. Whether it's a day, whether it's hours, I just don't keep going because when you try and push and push and manipulate something to be exactly how you want it, it doesn't... Sometimes there's just a reason there's resistance, okay? It's noticing the resistance. Things go together nicely and easily, great. When they don't, when there's that resistance, that's when you just got to step back, surrender and go, okay, there's a reason for this. We'll just see how this plays out. Sometimes it's because there's obviously something better. So, you know, at no point was going to conflict. So something better came along that needed to happen at that time. An example I had um, a couple of years ago, I wanted to get tickets to a concert to Pink. She was in Australia and I'd seen her the time before, maybe not the time before, but I'd seen her before. She was incredible. I was like, oh my goodness, she only comes maybe every three or four years. I want these tickets. And I tried and tried and tried and to get in the right area and the right thing and the amount of times... Logging in, logging out, you know, one's frantic trying to buy concert tickets. I don't know what that can be like. And it just wouldn't work. And I just went, oh, okay, whatever. Like there's something I'd get the right ones in my cart and something would go wrong. And I just went, okay, you know, this isn't supposed to be. If it's not going to work the way I want it to, I'm just going to let it go. And turns out when she came, I was actually my first trimester pregnant and I was really unwell and I wouldn't have wanted to go. <laughs> it happens for your highest good when you don't force
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's such a beautiful reminder. And I think like there's also a gray area. Um, or maybe this is my control freaks like side coming out, but I think there's also a great, a gray area of like, like you said, take a step back, notice the resistance. There's a gray area of like, do you try harder or do you surrender? And I think that's a very intuitive individual decision. And I'm wondering how you feel about that. And if you think that there is a gray area as
1: well. Yeah, I definitely think, especially like in entrepreneurship, things can get a bit misconstrued. Like some people think, oh, well, I just sit back and everything's going to happen for me. You know, there's that kind of, sometimes it gets overpopularized the idea of, you know, lean back and go with the flow. And like, yeah, it depends what it is. I think you need to be in tune. So this is for me, like day to day, I am severely in tune to my desires. And I like to journal about them. I like to manifest and journal about what I'm desiring, what I'm headed to. I get really focused and connected. So, in that, I get my intuitive nudges by connecting to that energy and that desire of where I'm headed, what's happening, you know, connecting into my power. So, it's with the business, it's, you know, thinking about the women I'm here to help and how I help them and what it's going to be like for them and how incredible it is and whatever I'm trying to create in that moment, you know, if it's a program or something. Being really in tune to your goals, you know they're not my only goals. I have goals on health and family, all the things. Mm. Being really intentional in your life and connected to the things that you're you care about, what matters, where your values are, what you're going after. And then with that, you kind of get the intuition. If you're connected into your intuition, you kind of get those nudges of what you need to do. you get that mm. guidance, of, okay, I need to do this. These are the action steps. So you're kind of in with it. and it's, you know, Yes, it's just, I guess, more of an intuition thing. Providing you are connected into your desires and using intention in your life, I think it works. But if you're kind of just sitting back and expecting everything to happen and not even getting into that energy and focusing in on them, it's not going to. Mm-hmm. I guess that's my take on the gray area. Like if it's something little that I don't necessarily care about as much, it's okay. I just go, oh, well, we'll see what happens. Um, but it it's bigger things than you know, I'm really connected into them and getting the next steps on them and getting focused in on that. And I might have a couple of days, like, you know, I've got a toddler, i have a couple of days of family time. And then when it's back into a work day, I'm like, I'm back in that space. Whereas, where have I got to go? What's next? What's that leading me to? Um, you just got to keep connected, I think, to intention. So I really am big in using intention in my life. And that I think is a really guiding part. Having that desire and intention keeps you focused and... I guess, keeps those next steps happening. And then the things that you don't value as high, that you're not putting the intention into, or the little day-to-day things, you just let them be. And you'll either you know pass it by or it comes back in a better way for you to progress with that decision or thing you're trying to do. But I feel like whenever there's too much resistance, you're either going about it the wrong way or it's just not aligned. It's not meant to be. I love
0: that. I love that reminder. Like, Certain terms can be over-popularized, like you had just shared, like surrendering, right? And like leaning back, like is great and wonderful, but certain things in business, like you said, also have to be done. And so like finding what works for you, whether that's connecting to your intuition, whether that's quiet time, whether that's journaling, whether that's movement, whatever it is that works for you, it goes back to like really knowing who you are. And I think that's so connected to spirituality And I'm wondering for you, was there, was you figuring out who you were with such clarity, also in alignment with your spirituality practices?
1: 100%, yes. Definitely. That's what's happened in the last few years with my business growth. Yeah, you're really my biggest um tip, I guess, in business growth or in life growth is, you know, approaching 30. And that is, yeah, learning about who you are exactly, getting really into who you are, how you work, whatever tools you want to use to get there, understanding yourself and your needs and how to you know, communicate with yourself, stand up for yourself, all of those things. Connecting into you has definitely aligned with me, with my spirituality and digging deeper into that. Um, and your values, you know, really thinking about things you care about, what's important to you in your life, what direction, you know, what's your, what you're focusing on, what you're going after, what you care about, what's important. It's definitely been tightly aligned with, yeah, learning about myself, in that guidance, I think it's really easy just to get caught up in routines. And um, I know for myself, someone who gets really into the doing, 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 doing that really Mm. masculine doing energy, and it's really easy to get really caught up in being busy and doing and um, going about your life in that way and kind of being shut off to all those things. But I feel like myself, at least, when you're in that kind of space, you're just kind of treading water and passing time and you don't feel connected to a greater purpose and goals and intentions so you've really got to step back and you know connect to your spirituality connect to you learning about you and what you really care about and what you want and yeah what's important in life where you're headed to um, to get out of that space and have a life that's got meaning and purpose I suppose mm, I love that
0: and if someone's listening right now and they're like you know I'm really wanting to know myself better. I'm really wanting to love myself more. I'm wanting to develop or you know lean more into my spiritual practices. What's something you might share with them or a tip you might give them?
1: So one thing I found super helpful was looking at my human design. I know it's really popular at the moment, but it is a really powerful tool. This way, I spent years and years thinking there was something wrong with me, that I kind of was the weird one. I didn't fit into society, like there was you know, I was a problem. I didn't enjoy working in a nine to five corporate office, like there was something wrong with me, I was not the fit, you know. Um, because that's what society can tell you if you're a bit outside the box, and you know, with schooling, with early work life and that, you know, becoming 18, 19, 20, trying to, you know, find your place in the world. And now at nearly 30, I've only, you know, in the last year or two discovered human design and gone, wow, we are all different and we're meant to be different and we have gifts and there's reasons for it and just found so much more comfort and purpose and respect and love in myself knowing that, hey, I'm a projector. I'm not like everyone else. People who run around with all this energy or create 100 programs in their business, that's amazing, but I'm not meant to do that. Mm. There's nothing wrong with me. I guess that validation in yeah learning this is my gift and this is exactly how I'm meant to be and of course you know God tells us we all know we everyone's we're all perfect we're all how we're meant to be but it's very easy when what you're seeing around you especially you know in society like it can be the body image it can be lots of different things the way we're supposed to look and act and all these things when we don't fit that we think there's something wrong with us that's what society's kind of putting out there but We're all entirely different, and there's reasons for that. We're all on our own perfect journey. We were all created perfectly. Um, And yeah, so human design was a tool. Um, Journaling is a tool. And, you know, I don't know like how this goes internationally, but myself, I connected with a holistic therapist. Um, So she was, you know, did like holistic counseling, did crystal work, color work, Reiki, like all kinds of things, and readings and intuitive readings. So, you know, connecting to someone of the sort of psychic spirit world can be amazing as well to help you kind of connect with where you're supposed to be going um, on your path. And yeah, I found that super helpful as well.
0: I love that reminder of like, you know, like looking at human design and looking at, you know, these, you know, wonderful pieces of information that we have access to of like, you know, we're all meant to be who we are. If we were all the same, life would be boring, right? And yet we continue to compare ourselves. I need to be like this person. I need to act like this person. I need to produce programs like this person. But really, when you look at human design, you're like, how can I become more of me? And you know, you briefly shared that you're a projector. Can you share a little bit more about the projector um, design?
1: Yeah, so a projector is kind of a bit unique to many of others. We are low energy we're supposed to nap and rest, we're supposed to study, we're also supposed to show up and be teachers to be informative, like I've actually found my exact thing. The reason that I didn't really suit working for somebody else's goals in an organization was because being a projector, I am supposed to be the one out there teaching and helping and connecting with people. That's just my position in things. Um, so I'm not yeah, I'm not huge energy. And we also, when we have our programs and things, we're not supposed to have constantly be creating and creating like that's generators and manifesting generators. When you see someone who has lots and lots of programs in their business... They're probably one of those and it's easy to look at them and go, oh, I should have that and I want that. But no, just a few key programs and often working with people one-on-one is what's really about projectors. So yeah, we're a very different um, design in that way. We love alone time. Um I can't remember if it's projectors or myself, but I have a really big aura. So we take on like other people's energy. Um, we project people's energy. So who we are around really matters. Um, alone time's great because we're kind of just projecting within. But yeah, we're projecting and reflecting kind of the people that we're around and the energy that we're around. Um, you know, and we have an important piece to lead and teach and yeah, to study and study and get educated, to share and help people. That's kind of our purpose. So it's really different to some of the others. Um, you know, we're designed to be loners to <laughs> love our own company, love our own space. Um, the Sony parts to it. I know I myself, then I have one of so you have different lines in your chart as well, kind of different lines that have more focus as well as just the generic, um, not generic, but the, you know, the I think about five or so different main ones, like projectors, one of them, and then there's different levels that go down. Um, So one of my lines in my chart, one of them is a hermit. (laughs) So I have a hermit line as well. So it's pretty strong. Um, And the other line is about kind of having three different phases in my life as well. And that between the age of 30 and 50, it's not until you reach kind of towards the age of 30, 28 to 30 is when you make sense of everything that happened at the start of your life. Um, which is exactly what's happened for me. And then between 30 and 50, you really kind of understand yourself and go into your path. And then after 50, become like this really wise woman, you know, really well, um, what's the word? Like in the community, people really, really respect and look up to. And yes, yeah, so I was like, wow. So, I was like, so you're telling me I've got to wait to be 50 to be really successful, but no, you can be really successful at any stage, but it's kind of just the um the different parts of your life. It's really interesting.
0: And I love, you know, I love that so much. And like, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about projectors, because I know there's not so many of you, so it's not always as talked about as the other design. So if you're a projector listening, I hope you appreciated that. And if you're not a projector and you're in a relationship with the projector, or have a friend with the projector, gives you a little insight to what they may be experiencing and You know, it's also opposite to Western culture of like resting and napping, right? It's always like on the go, on the go, on the go, start this, start this, do this, be on top of it. And it's like, hey, it's okay. And some people can do that. And that is part of their design. And for you intuitively, you may need to rest more. And that is okay. That is allowed. And resting is so good for your energy, for your vibration for the programs that you want to create. And, you know, I think this goes into, you know, one of our final questions here is like, how do you fill your cup? I know we talked a little bit about it, but, you know, how do you fill your cup and maintain that running a business, having a toddler, knowing that you're a projector and that you do have to conserve your energy? How does that show up for you?
1: Yeah, and it's definitely one of the trickier parts, um, you know, for everyone. Exactly, we're in a society that tells us go, 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 and you've really got to remember and remind yourself to pull back and honor your needs. And that comes to that, just that pausing, like not just being so busy, pausing and having space and time in your day to kind of connect to you and know, listen to your needs, and then find space for them to be met. Um, so I love alone time. Don't get a lot of it, but when I do it, that's amazing. And I love writing, like that connection, just writing out, you know, what's in my head or what my desires are to connect into where I'm at, or just writing like in a manifesting way of just, you know, what I want to be my reality, what I want to be true. I want to connect with these women in my program and they're gonna, you know, the results they're gonna have, like just connecting into that energy and you know, I'm working on my health or whatever it is, you know. I just kind of like to write um about that. I find that really Really therapeutic writing. I love walking, um, going for walks, moving energy, like being out in nature and outside. I love fresh running water, like in a creek. Mm-hmm. Beaches are okay, but creeks are my favorite. <laughs> um, learning, like, of course, as a projector, this study part, I love, and I, you know, you call this self care. I do, though. I love listening to trainings, listening to podcasts, like taking on more and more that I can learn, that I can share and help people with um, is great. And yeah, really, just connecting back to me and not being in everyone else's needs. You know, being a mum and a wife and all those things, getting that space to just be me, connect to me. Um, and it doesn't have to be a long time; it can be half an hour here or there. And it really is is amazing. Oh, and gardening, like you know, being outside. We have a property, so doing things to it is amazing as well.
0: I love that so much. This has been so much fun, Rose. Thank you so much for your time, your energy. And how can people find you? How can people connect with you? I'll definitely drop all the links below. But if you want to verbally share with us, we'd love to hear it.
1: Thank you. It's been super fun. So um, on Instagram, it's probably the best one. My tag is... Um, at Rose Amber underscore roseamber.bizcoach um, and I keep you up to date with all things there and there's links there to everything as well. So it's been fabulous. Um, and if you want to learn more about any of these things, I'm happy to have a chat about my experiences, um, any of it. Yeah, I'd love to connect with some of you.
0: Thank you so much, Rose. Thank you so much for listening to Growing With God. I hope you enjoyed that conversation Just as much as I did. If you would like to learn more about my Pink Rose programs, follow me on Instagram at RadhaKTheLaw or visit my website at www.pinkroselawless.com. Have a beautiful day. Sending you so much light and so much love. Bye.